Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Ooh. Yeah. Remember, you got introduced because you're supposed to give me the name. I know. I'm just. Know. Uh, we forgot last time. We forgot. So I just want to make sure we, I know. we do it up top this Hi. time. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> my name is David Bell, and this is my associate, uh, Shardimus Bowell. Uh, hello, and we hello. just watched. And we just watched Psych. Psych. Season seven, episode five, one hundred clues. <laughs> You're invited, lucky you, to a party. Whoop dee doo. There'll be wine and cocktails too. Who's your host? I wish I knew. You're invited. Don't be a d bag and be late. You have a plus one. Bello Rosa Mansion. Tonight, 7 p.m., RSVP now. No cameras. Well, I have wanted to go to the Bella Rosa Mansion since I moved to Santa Barbara. It's a stunning landmark. I bet they have those things in the bathroom that hose off your bum. Oh, yeah. Party time, Tom. Yes. Uh, we're, we're, do- party, we're, we're party boys. Dave and I are doing the chocolate dance. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, uh, big thanks to Noah. Yes. This is, uh, this is a series brought to you by Noah. Uh, the, if you haven't, you can go back. You can watch the other ones. This is the uh, the final one. This is Tom. the finale. Yeah, this is the the yeah. end of this little psych mini series. Uh, <laughs> that threw two people who had never seen the show before. Uh, just right. into the deep end of psych. Yeah. Um, specifically into parodies. We watched mm-hmm. uh Tuesday the thirteenth. Yep. Then we watched Dual Spires. We watched Here's Lassie, and this is the final one. A hundred clues. Yes. Um, I noticed that there, there. I think there's a lot more parody episodes out there. Just from I believe, like, scanning. I believe, I believe so. I think. Yeah. Yeah. These are just like four of the. I don't know the four that they wanted us to watch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, Noah, thank you so much. Indeed. Um, it's been it's been fun. Uh, you know, good times, good times with pals. Yep. Etc. With your pal Shardimus Bell. Shardimus Bell. Yeah. How'd you like that one? Is that it's one worked? Pretty solid. All right. Because the the runner up was Dusty Nuts, uh, which I also like. Yeah, Dusty Nuts. Uh, Shardimus Bell, I think, is the clear winner. Yeah. yeah. The I, secret I, is I'd to be, not think about it for very long. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy to put that on a business card. Yeah, Shardimus Bell. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think so. Perfect. It's right there. Everyone it's, would uh, come to my detective agency. Yeah. <laughs> They um okay so that that's my first question actually yeah their logo on their detective agency is the logo of the show yes. has it always been like that yes okay that's all that was my question because I was like are they imitating the logo of their show that they don't realize they're on no the logo of the show is the logo, it's the logo of their, of their agency. agency yes yeah yeah, yeah. I just never noticed that until this time they pointed I think it's in the first episode which you didn't watch. Yeah. Um, but going into the series, um, I, I watched a good chunk of the first season to sort of acclimate myself to the dynamics. Um, and yeah, in the first episode, they kind of make a joke about it where Gus is like, you are calling the business psych. Like you're telling everyone this is a scam. Right, 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 right. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it works. Yeah. Uh, 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 so this is, um, as evidenced, a parody of Clue. Yes, uh, and it has Martin Mull, um, Leslie Ann Warren, and Christopher Lloyd in it. It sure does. Who are all in Clue? Um, what are What are your thoughts on Clue? Clue the movie? Yeah. Oh, I love like, Clue. Me too. It's a great movie. I guess I. Okay, it is right. Yeah. Because I think there's like, I noticed maybe in the people we know, I noticed it's a oddly divisive. Um, or maybe in general, like, do people consider it a good movie? That's it, a that's a tr- it, that's a tricky question because it was not well received when it came out. It didn't do well and it didn't get good reviews. But it's one of those right. movies that has become like a cult comedy classic. And that's what I'm wondering is 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 the why because I it's one of those movies where it's hard for me to separate nostalgia from because I just re- it's always been there you know being Thanksgiving at my grandma's house Comedy Central yep. and you're watching Clue watching you know Clue. yep uh, it uh it's 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 hard to separate that idea because like you said it didn't it wasn't well received um it, it, I can't tell if it's like in the same like movies like that are also like Earth Girls Are Easy. That's a movie that I also watched as a kid. Or Mannequin, and I don't think those are good movies, right? Uh, no. <laughs> but I think a lot yeah. of a, a lot of like comedy nerds and people who are in comedy, I think, tend to like Clue. Although that's not always true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I I, I haven't watched it recently, but I have watched it as an adult. And it still feels like it holds up. It does. Yeah. No, Clue is um, an early example of like, I don't know. It's just, I think Clue is a really good uh, example of of the uh, improv comedy of the time. I don't, uh, it's, it's, it, it holds up. The jokes are, the jokes are still killer. Like it's, it's, it's not just yeah. nostalgia that, that you're remembering that movie fondly. It, it's uh, very funny with well-constructed jokes. Oh yeah, um, and a lot of it's also uh, awesome people in it. Yeah, it's also a very weird movie. It is very weird. I think that's part of its appeal. Yeah, and not weird like you know, Mannequin or Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> those movies are those movies are like on purpose weird and out of out of control. Clue is just like its its existence. Yeah, is weird. It's also structurally weird. Yeah, like it's oh, a, it's sure. a strange movie uh, from from concept all the way through execution. It's like let's make a murder, let's make a a, a, a locked room murder mystery out of a board game. Uh, but it's a comedy. Uh, that it's 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 a farce actually, and this, so does this episode, which is interesting. Um, well, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, doing a parody of a of a comedy, or it's a parody of a parody. Uh, is a very difficult line to walk i would say because some of the things they do in this are just jokes from clue uh which we talked about this is that in the last episode is i don't think psych even considers itself parody though and no so that's it's more of being homage. a little unfair it's more of homage yeah yeah and this is definitely homage i think this is next to like dual spires this is my favorite of the ones that we've watched that's interesting yeah um i think <sighs> I think as an episode, I would agree with you. I think as a homage, I would say there's some weird stuff it does uh, that I think they could have done better. Um, but I, I think I, I think this is probably my favorite episode I watched. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, yeah, it's definitely. Two Spires is fun, but I did. Enj- I think I enjoyed this one. More. I think this one works better as a mystery too than than some of the ones that we've watched. 
Yeah, there's a little more of it. There, mm-hmm. It felt a little more like it's, um, it's less like Sean's deductions. Uh, there's still a few that are kind of thrown in when the script needs them, but it starts flagging yeah. them early on. So it starts giving you it starts actually giving you pieces of the puzzle early on, which I appreciated because it is did you, know, you it's a comedy, but it is also a mystery. So one of the similarities that I didn't get because I had to read about because the copy I was watching didn't do this. Is I heard there's multiple endings. There is this, this episode. It wasn't, they didn't film it live, but it aired live. So as you, as it was airing, people could do like an American idol style vote with, with a hashtag system where they could vote on ah. who they thought the murderer was. And depending on whichever got the most, votes they had a couple of different endings so there's apparently like the film clue there's apparently three different endings to this episode that they filmed right and like clue one of the things i think that's easy to forget about clue is that because we all we all grew up watching it on comedy central in theaters it gave a different ending it didn't give all the endings yes it gave you one of the three endings (laughs) yeah and there's even a dvd option where you can ask get shuffle shuffle yeah it'll just give you one of the random random ending yeah yeah uh, which is funny because it always feels more complete the way I saw it on TV with all the endings. With all the endings? Well, I think it's it's interesting because it's making use of – it's something I always really liked about the film, Clue, uh, is that it's making use of the of the game's mechanics where like the solution is so modular in a game of Clue because you're literally just shuffling a deck of cards and it's whatever the cards say. Right. It's also – yes, it's doing that. It's also making fun of the genre. Yeah. Which is saying like, yeah, it could really be anybody. They kept like they. Re- I love that they repeat like, what is it? Communism was just a red herring. Yeah, they they say they repeat was lines. Just a red and, herring. <laughs> yeah, where it's like it's the realization of like it's so easy to just like because when you write a movie and when the movie's shot in a certain way, it's shot in a way. It, we talk about this all the time with murder mysteries, is that it's it's not a murder mystery because it's shot in a way to purposefully make it. So that it's unsolvable. Right. So that it can be anybody. Right. It's more of a riff on a bad mystery because the clue plays with the idea of it puts all the pieces in place so anyone has the motive and the ability and then it just has like a third act reveal of somebody explaining, ha ha, I did it. And here's this crucial piece of information that explains why, which was withheld from you until this moment. Right. (laughs) And there's stuff of like, while we were all doing this, they were secretly doing that. And if you rewind, you're like, no, I can see them in the no, show. No, they're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because yeah. it's like. It doesn't matter. Uh, and yeah. So I don't know that. Yeah. I like the the modular ending. That's a, it's a fun idea. It does say a lot about the the game clue. It says a lot about the genre. Yeah. Um, it's perfect. And that's a it's cool a perfect way to, idea for, yeah. for the film clue. Yeah, it really is. That's the thing is if you're doing a movie version of Clue, you have right away. There's a question. Do we make it serious or do we make it funny? There's no other question, right? Yeah. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't think do we make it an action movie unless you're terrible. Unless you're an uh, asshole. <laughs> yeah. And so that realization they must have realized early on, like, yeah, we're adapting a, a board game. Yeah. Who who gives a fuck? So um, and oh, go, go, go ahead. I was just going to, and color-coded characters yeah. are already very simplistic, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's silly, so let's just make it silly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and I like that this episode of Psych, they did the same thing with, with airing it live, which is fun. 
Um, yeah. And this is, I mean, Psych is already a silly show, but this is this episode, I think, might be one of the silliest episodes we saw. Yeah. Well, in part because it's parodying it's a very silly A very silly movie, movie yeah. So um, there's there's a, what, lo- a lot of the gags in this episode are just pure silliness, which always gets me for, for whatever reason just just pure silliness oh absolutely is i right like the right, toupee right arc the, the toupee arc um, when they're when they're doing the acoustics in the room uh, oh, and the yeah. guy starts singing and then sean starts singing with him and then gus walks in and starts singing and then they shoot him and his, he keeps singing it's just his voice yeah. gets higher <laughs> yeah that's great uh, it was really good. such a good gag <laughs> here's so here's here's the biggest question i have about this episode the thing that made me go this is weird uh-huh um and i think there's a few i've had this in a few of the previous ones too is they don't fully commit to the clue parody and what i mean by that is the the presence of billy lips mm-hmm. um is seems so like i don't get me wrong so i like the billy lips character it's a great idea, great character yeah and i looked him up and he's not in a lot of episodes he's not like a regular character no that's what that's what confused me is because they do they start with this flashback mm-hmm. um the dad flashback is from a metal concert in 2007 yeah it's uh, and they arrest this rocker named billy lips yeah and that's and the, throughout it's almost like this get him to the greek character yes. where he's like He's a real, yeah, he's, he's that. He's a real he's Russell like Brand character, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't fit with Clue. Um, he does, and, though. Well, no, because here's, I know what you're going to say. Okay. Which is that, I assume what you're going to say is that the character of Mr. Body is played by Lee Ving. played by Lee Ving, yeah. who is a punk star. And he's- Very, very different. And he's, like, he's, he's, not, the, he's the Mr. Body character. Yeah, but he- is the lead singer of Fear. Yeah. And so in Clue, Mr. Body is played by Leaving, who is a terrible actor. He is the lead singer of a band called Fear, which is a very gritty punk band. They're not British. And that's why I was like, you're so close. Why not just make them an 80s punk band? Just, why not do... I don't know. Like, that's what that's what bothered me, was, was like, it, this could have worked, um, but they didn't do the thing. I don't and know. And that's what made it really weird. It was like, did they not look into it? enough did they just want to have this character and that's where it, it was like i don't i don't understand like I, like that 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 felt very weird to me um well it's like you said it's not a parody it's an homage so they're taking an homage, they're yes. taking the elements and then they're they have to adjust the elements so that it makes sense within psych so they saw you know it's uh 80s but- uh goth metal is like adjacent to right but to that's dirty the thing, ass is 80s why punk. not why not just do the thing? Because I don't because they wanted it wouldn't this have character. changed the story. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't have changed the story. Um, and that's why it felt really weird to me that it was like just do the thing, just do because it, as it stands, it took me a while to be like, oh, I guess he's supposed to be leaving, but he's not at all like leaving. Uh, no, so like it would have been fun to do like a Danzig type character or well a leaving type character someone who's just Dan- like Danzig would have been pretty funny yeah i mean there's yeah. there's there's a version of that you just do Danzig as Nathan Explosion like there's a version of that of that character that would have been equally as funny this is just yeah. the character they wanted to do yeah i just i don't know i felt like this the the british rocker we were we were oversaturated with when did this episode come out 2013 
Yeah, and so that was right around Get Him to the Greek, right? Mm, it was a couple. Of, Get Him to the Greek was 2010. Okay, it was a couple of years. It after. just felt like it just felt like low hanging fruit. It's just like it, it, again, this person does a good job. By the way, he's doing. Do you know who plays that guy? Uh, it, yeah, he's one of the bad guys in Uncharted Two. Yeah, he's also the photographer in Spider-Man he 3. He sure is. <laughs> and he's basically just doing that. Yeah. The British photographer. I mean, he's very so, funny. He, he, he's, he's very funny. He's got some. He's got a really good uh, bit with Martin Mull, where he's translating Martin Mull's like, drunken slurring. Right. Martin Mull's killing it, of course. Christopher They're all Lloyd's great. Killing yeah, it. Leslie Ann Warren is doing a great yeah, doing a little thing. Yeah, Leslie Ann Warren. Um, yeah, the stutter. It, that was another one, though, that I felt like. These were like a little too low hanging fruit where it was like you could have thought of Yeah, it's you it's done, not you the most it's not the most uh you're right. The idea of, of giving a character she's basically porky pig. She's stuttering one word and then just switches to a simpler word. Uh but it's Leslie Ann Warren, so she's like selling it really well. Yeah, yeah, no, so, they're they're great actors. Yeah. Again, the guy doing the British rocker is great. I just thought, oh, British wa- rocker, that's like kind of a used up like it just would have been a great opportunity to do a Danzig because that's like, oh yeah, we haven't really parodied that nearly as much. Um, and that's more fitting to the leaving comparison. So I felt like that was a missed opportunity in an episode where it's still like everybody's doing a great job and it's very funny. I think um, it was, it might've also related to the story they wanted to tell because having the story about him be this uh okay so the premise of the episode is this rocker lips um is the lead singer of this band that sean and gus are huge fans of uh but this autobiography comes out where some details about this um groupie that died melody lane he's supposed to be penny lane from almost famous right um was was suffocated by somebody and uh he he initially had gotten uh you know cleared of it but then his autobiography came out that had some details that didn't add up so he ends up going to prison so after he gets out he invites sean and gus and a couple of people to his mansion for this uh celebration of like he's like i'm born again prison was the best thing that ever happened to me uh and then people start getting murdered and it turns out that like it's like his manager the guy that wrote the autobiography uh this this groupie who has a child who may or may not be the the child of one of the members of the band. So they're all people that he would possibly have a reason to kill because they all had a, they all testified at his trial. Uh, but it turns out the murderer is the butler because the butler did it. Right. Uh, and it's Garrett Morris um, <laughs> who is killing it. His, this, the, the, the gag about his name is so dumb, but it made me laugh every time. Because <laughs> it's, oh, like, it's like Liz- Clinsby. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this impossible name. <laughs> no, there's some great... Again, like you said, it's a very silly episode. Yeah. Um, and I would say the silliness... Uh, yeah, it works. Yeah, really it, re- well. it really works. Because Clue is a silly movie. So it, like, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's the right template for just pure well, silliness. I mean, finish describing. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll... Like, that's, the, I mean, the, that's pretty much the plot. Yeah. Like, it's, it, and then the, a, a similar thing to the movie Clue happens where like, uh, well, people don't really keep dying because nobody really gets murdered in this episode except for the initial murder. Uh, right, which um, I liked that idea that, like, basically he just passes out because he's so drunk. Right, Martin uh, Mull is and, like, so they, fucking they just funny assume in this he's dead because he's so drunk <laughs> that it's like he's dead. That's a great bit. And that is a great bit with the idea of rockers. Yeah. Um, I think what, I guess what's weird to me 
is that we have these two main characters that are very over the top. Yes. Uh, yeah. In a good way. Um, and it's weird that they didn't just do kind of what they do in the Twin Peaks episode where they get an invitation and then they go and everybody's very serious and it's very clue-like. You know what I mean? Where it's like we go in and it's these two comedic characters mixing it up with this like scary serious murder mystery and it's weird that that wasn't the instinct they went with and they do all this like rocker jokes on the side that don't really relate to clue like they relate yes in the fact that one of the characters was played by a rock star uh rock star is being generous when talking about leaving oh yeah but, that, oh that's that's right uh, that was that was the point that i was getting it's just that the idea that uh the lips would be this world touring uh musician who had a biographer and and uh, and and uh this this uh grizzled manager and a bunch of groupies and uh you know a scandal over some woman's death that he got away with at first and then went to prison for right. it's just more believable when it's like an arena rock british metal guy and not like a gr- grimy ass punk dude <laughs> right. from the band fear but i would say <laughs> it's it's the weirdest aspect because when you think murder mystery and clue you think stuffy old people. You think Clue, where it's like the 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 proper butler. Like even Lee Ving and Clue is tr- is like he's more like a gangster, which is funny because Lee Ving just can't act. But uh, uh, it's still like he's wearing a suit. Everything's very proper. It's but nobody's it's, behaving. It, Everybody's behaving like a larger than life yes. character in Clue. It's just weird because when you think of the movie Clue, you don't think British rock. You don't. That's no, not, but that's I don't. Not a thing. I also don't think like stuffy and serious. Like Clue is not a serious movie. It doesn't no, take but place in the real world. But it's a parody of that world of stuffy, where they're you know it's it's high society people getting together for a proper dinner, mm-hmm. a dinner party. Yeah, it's a dinner party, and so it's weird that they chose this. It's like a real like weird wrench in the whole episode. That again, everybody's doing a good job. They're funny. But that's what kind of made me feel like this isn't like it begins at a backstage at a rock concert. Yeah. And I was like, this is a weird place to start for a clue parody. And it's a weird element to have throughout um, because it, it throws it off. It throws off the tone that you would want for a clue parody, I think, uh, because it's just not a character or an element that's in clue. So it's kind of like we took this one idea and another and we smash them together. Uh, yeah, and is, it, is it, like this is still... what I was saying, where it's like I like the episode; it's my favorite of the episodes I watched mm-hmm. as a parody. That f- I found that very distracting. It still has to exist as an episode of Psych. Yeah, so but it's, then looking it's, up, you have like two ass- masters to pay there, right? But I had assumed like this was a regular character because it was like, why else would it be in this? And no, he was like written for the episode. Yeah, and so that's where I'm like, that's weird to me. Like, make it like a like a rich guy. Make it like. You know the 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 start the, the the premise of Clue. I don't know. Um, it's still a, a fun episode. It's just such a weird choice to make. Yeah, I don't uh, know when you're parroting Clue because it was like it really does feel like it's two different ideas for two different episodes. Um, yeah, yeah, I could see because, that. Yeah, the the yeah. It's just a very I don't know. It's a it's a strange thing. It, um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do they, I think I read this somewhere, do they incorporate pineapples in everything? Is yeah. that the idea? Yeah. Okay. There's a pine. There's at least one pineapple in every episode. Got it. The pineapple doorbell, um, I liked not knowing that 
uh, because I don't know. There was something delightful it's, it's just, about it. It's just very silly. I like the gag with the, the what they call the pastel licorice. It's like Mike and Ike's or the good and plenty's. I think. Yeah. It's good and plenty. Uh, so they, there's this crystal dish of good and plenty's and like Sean and Gus just start cramming them into their pockets. And then it becomes like a point of contention later on when they're being interrogated. They start arguing over like, well, when I came back, you were gone. It's like, aha, you thought I was gone, but I doubled back to grab more of the pastel licorice. And then you were gone. It's like, aha, but I doubled back to grab even more of the pastel licorice. And then Gus is like, but you're lying because I ate them all. And so like one or two scenes later, it's, it's a scene in that front room with the same crystal candy dish. And they don't really call attention to it, but you can see that the dish is empty. Oh, it's yeah. a stupid joke, but I really laughed. <laughs> I like that they started implicating each other, yeah. um, turning on each other. I One of the things I really, I liked that the invitation alone made them decide that they're going to see boobs. Because um, you know, they get a singing telegram, which of course yeah. is, the, is a reference it's to a, Clue. It's she's the first e- Clue reference. She's yeah. even dressed the same way. Uh, but yeah, it's just this very out of the blue. It's the singing telegram. It's this, it's like, yeah, it's this very mysterious, uh, calligraphy, uh, invitation. So yeah, they just immediately assume it's going to be an eyes wide shut party. Yeah. 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 I liked, I liked that. Yeah. that they were like just banking on it. Um, <sighs> yeah. The, the, the guy from tears for fears shows up. <laughs> is that who that person is? Yeah, get shot. They talk in the about stomach. him, Kurt Smith. Yeah, I enjoyed whoever that was getting shot. He's, they keep he's he's from Tears for Fears, and uh, Sean keeps saying in the tragic death of Kurt Smith, and everybody has to yeah. keep saying he's not dead, right? Until he gets mauled by a Until panther. Until he gets mauled by a panther. <laughs> yeah, that was very. That's very like David Zucker, where it's like. Yeah, let's 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 have one character that's just very unfortunate and yeah. extra points if they're someone famous. Right, it's a it's a running gag in the series where Sean's a big Tears for Fears fan. Ah, okay. So it's just and that bit they do where he's like he's like, "Yeah, I'm producing his album. It's called Kurt Smith Duets with Kurt Smith." <laughs> and he starts singing one of his like, "Well, take your, just, uh, it's it's not that bad of a gunshot wound. Just to sing us one of your duets to take your mind off it." So he starts to sing. He's like, "Okay, here's my part," and then and then I come in and do this, and he starts to sing the second part, and then Sean <laughs> starts to sing with him, and he's like, "Shh, shh, shh is your name Kurt Smith?" <laughs> <laughs> so he really named a band Tears for Fears. Sure. All right. I mean, there are worse band names, but look, I'm no judgment. Like it, it, it's. I'm sure it's. It's a fine band. It's just tears for fears. Uh, I'm yeah. It's a very successful band. I don't know why you're giving them notes. No, on no, the yeah. <laughs> Look, there are very successful bands and bands I like with very dumb names. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about the leader of a, of a of a band called Fear. Yeah. Which is just like two words less than Tears for Fears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, I guess we can talk about the clue references, right? I mean, there's a bunch. Uh, the opening titles do the same thing with the cards. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the singing telegram. Obviously, the three actors: Leslie Ann Warren played Miss Scarlet, Christopher Lloyd played Professor Plum, Martin Mull played uh, Colonel Mustard. Um, Sean recreates uh, the sequence where Tim Curry as the butler is running throughout the house to uh, give us a synopsis of how all the murders took place, and he does the the two plus one plus two plus one plus one gag about how many bullets are left in the gun. Um, shoot, there's a lot. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about the uh, the lead singer of a band yep. being the the one of the characters. There's a lot. 
Yeah, it's raining. It's raining. Yeah, it's at the. That's important. It's a similar. It's a similar looking house. I don't know if they use the same exterior, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's frozen a lot. body. Yeah, th- that's uh, right. The frozen body in the um in the freight. That's right. Wildcat instead of dog is the chandelier reference. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I hadn't seen it in a while. It's at the very uh, at the very end. It's in one of the endings. Um. Tim Curry is like, yeah, there's no more bullets in the gun. And he just casually shoots it, and there was one more bullet, and it knocks the chandelier uh, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's direct references, and then it almost feels like stuff like secret rooms and stuff are like, yeah, yeah that's a clue reference, but that's just a reference to the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go home and make love to our lo- wives. Uh, <laughs> I did that. The freeze frame. Uh, I wish I wish I could see the other ending. I'm sure it's on you on the YouTube's. It's a do you know. I don't know. I assume um, probably Lips is the killer in one of them. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen them. I know they're on the DVD, apparently. I'm going to see if I can find what it is. There's the Butler did it ending. Uh, The biographer did it. Oh, Christopher Um, Lloyd. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Huh. All right. Uh, I think his... And then both endings, they, they both end the same, but they, yeah. Yeah. Like the the yeah, um, Leslie Ann Warren does a bit about flames rising in her bosom. That's like like Madeline Kahn's riff on a uh, flames on the side of my face. Right. Um. I think right. I think Christopher Lloyd's character's name is Kahn, like Martin Kahn. Right. He says, "Great Scott." Mm-hmm. Um. I'm reading some of the trivia. Is that I think this is where I get thrown off. Is that I'm I'm seeing also that they have a lot of references to this is spinal tap and also murder by death. So I, again, I think it's like this weird mush where like, yes, clue is clearly the biggest reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the only thing they're setting out to reference, I guess. Yeah. And that's, um, that seems pretty, I think we've talked about that in the previous episodes. That's kind of psych in general. It's a lot of, uh, pop culture references. I do think they they cooled it on it this yes, time, and they, that's yeah. I think why I liked this one better is the characters, the comedy came from them being clowns as opposed to just constant string of references. Yeah, um, it felt like there were more jokes um, in that regard. Like the toupee idea um, is it's uh, <laughs> great. He sees a to- toupee in a painting, and he explains the fear of toupees. Yeah, it's um, like my my grandpa. Then he would beat him for being afraid of toupees. It was a vicious cycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then they do this great thing where there's like a secret chocolate room, and um, he oh, there's a he finds a secret room, goes through it, realizes it's a secret toupee room, and then sees Gus just like a puddle. Yeah, <laughs> like on the floor, losing his fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> The fact that they want to find the secret chocolate room so badly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's it, great. It, it's it silly. Works. Yeah, and it's behind a moose because it's chocolate moose. Yeah. Um, I like the reference to late night, late night games of Clock Me Noggin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a white person's game. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah when um when uh, uh garrett morris admits that he did it and then lips is like oh you can't it can't have been you who killed it then i'm gonna have to find a new black friend yeah and then he looks over at gus is like oh hello who are you <laughs> the noise gus makes there is great yeah 
Oh man. Yeah, there's some fun parts. It's in this. it's a yeah, it's a it's a funny episode. I, I I enjoyed this one. Yeah, and I think I think what it came down to, I'm glad I kind of um found it, which was that it does feel like the humor is just a, a little more like it's more focused in this one for sure. Yeah. Um more focused, definitely. The the references are more are more focused towards a specific thing that they're going for it's mm-hmm. it's less of uh just mile a minute um pop culture references and i think that probably has to do with one being this is like kind of late in the series i think this is the second to last season and also like this is 2013 comedy was kind of moving on from that too in general yeah it does still feel uh, again it all of these episodes have some sort of un like they're not entirely focused i don't think and like for example having the the spinal tap rock star mm-hmm. in this like there's there's this weird feeling of like and it's always throughout where and i i do think this is kind of comedy at the time too like family guy where it's like although family guy did like for example family guy does a murder mystery episode where they keep the tone um but it's family guy so not really you know what i mean yeah um but it it's it it still feels like they wanted to do a lot of different references and the references don't quite mesh uh yeah and uh, i find that weird uh i have no th- really i don't have many more thoughts about this the episode itself um yeah I so yeah i yeah i i can i can see what you're saying about um the idea of having this uh, cartoon character British rock star is a, is an odd fit for Clue because there wasn't that character in Clue. Yeah, um, um, but he's not out of sync with Psych. Um, so sure. it's yeah, it's it it's I think it's just this weird consequence of a show like Psych, which is a very broad comedy. Um, yeah, that is also doing an homage to something specific, like a specific comedy. Uh, so it's it's doing clue stuff, but it's also doing psych stuff, and that can create sort of a a, a conflict in ideas, and, and that we and that we and we've talked about that a lot in the previous three episodes. Yeah. Um, it's more muted here, I think. Like the British rocker is a little out; he still works, like he fits into this premise. But it's it's weird if you're thinking about it in terms of an homage to Clue, because there isn't a British rocker in Clue. But he, ma- I think he makes sense here. Um, but I, I mean, he I, makes sense again in the story. Yeah. It, it's weird as a clue homage. yeah it's weird as a clue homage for sure yeah and that's part partially what we're judging these on and i don't know if that was ever fair of us i don't know um and this is where i want i guess i want to get into like wrapping up just the mini series no that's true yeah um, this is the last episode yeah our general impressions of the show mm-hmm. because i think we've been judging it based off how well do they do the parodies um and I don't know if that's necessarily fair, but it also is clearly what they're inviting by doing this. Like that, the last one we did, the Shining one, they're trying, it was like weird that they didn't, they, they, they keep like almost doing it. There, was um, a, there were a like, lot of weird, there were a lot of missed opportunities in the Shining one. That was an odd one. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it, this felt like one where it was like, you, om- you did it mostly, um, where you go back to the Friday the 13th one where they're just straight up doing it, you know? Um, I think those first two were the most effective in terms of homage. 
Yeah, the, the I think Tuesday so the Thirteenth and the Dual Spire. Dual Spires, I think, is my favorite in terms of the homage because I like the idea of just transplanting Sean and Gus into the Twin Peaks universe. Yes, uh, and they there was just so much. It yeah. was very dense. It was very um, very with dense. references. Yeah, that was that's a that's a. I really like that episode, and I really like this yeah. one too. Yeah, but I do think like it's weird. It never escalated. I guess is that when you're doing where you're like, we're a show that does homage episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, it feels like, and maybe this is a budget reason, you know, they never like, or maybe it's just the episodes we've watched. Uh, they never went over the top. There was never a moment that made me go, Oh shit. Like Christopher Lloyd being in this was great. Um, and, and the other clue cast, but like had Tim Curry shown up, that would have been like, oh my god, uh, you know what I mean? Where it's like they never, they yeah. never did anything that really made me go, holy shit! I can't believe they managed to do that. Well, Tim Curry was in uh, an earlier episode of Psych. I think at this point in 2013, he was too ill. To, yes, to, yeah, to he's act. having health problems. Yeah, um, but they did, he did manage they, to be in the Rocky Horror Picture Show remake, right? Uh, maybe. I think I I. Let me look that up. I'm pretty sure he's the the old man, the narrator. Oh, um, well, yeah, that which would... is such a fitting idea. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, um, I, 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 they did get Tim Curry earlier in the series, uh, just not, oh, really? just not for the Clue episode. Um, that's cool. Yeah. What did What did he get to do? I'm not sure. I just I read that Tim Curry was in season two. Okay. Um, someone correct me if I'm. The criminologist and expert. Okay, I don't think that's the actual. Um, I don't think that's the uh, the narrator. The main the main narrator, but he's in it. The point is, he's in it. Which, yeah, I can see. Like, if you're Tim Curry and they're like, "We're remaking Rocky Horror," he's like, "Yeah, of course. You know, I'll do whatever I can to be in that." Um, I never saw that though. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like uh, Clue would have been. Yeah, I yeah, it's probably like. <sighs> This was, let's see, the Rocky Horror one was 2016. So I think it's also a matter of like, yeah, he's having health issues and probably money. Yeah. And it's Tim Curry. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I guess that going back to all of these, there was never, yeah, I like the, the fucking, the, the Twin Peaks parody. There's an obvious person that's missing from that too. Um, And so... It's stuff like that where it's like, I wish, I wish you could have really fucking brought it home. Yeah. You know, I wish Kyle McLaughlin would show up. Yeah. Um, and so it it's like, and I, again, you can't really criticize them for that because they only have the resources that they have. Yeah. Um, and what they were able to do, especially with that Twin Peaks episode is, wow. <laughs> oh yeah. That, yeah. And they have so many other people from yeah. Twin Peaks in that. Yeah. Um. So it's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I I don't know. Any final thoughts about this show? Yeah, I think I wish. Um. I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. That I I I I agree that uh, having us judge it on on it on it being a uh, how it is a successful parody of, of these things is is a little unfair to the show for sure. And and what I've watched of it apart from these episodes, I've I've enjoyed. Um. And I enjoyed most of these episodes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I liked silliness for the sake of silliness, as I said at the beginning. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Sean and Gus are extremely silly characters. Uh, so 
I don't know. I I I I get why this uh, show has the fans that it does. I get that uh, the people responsible for the show, like uh, James Rodea Rodriguez and and Dulé Hill and, and you know all the writers and directors and stuff, have a real. They they obviously really love love this show, but they also have just a a big appreciation for comedy in general. Um, right. Uh, and I think that. I don't know. I, th- I think it, it's it's one of the more pleasant. Uh, uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's 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 light. It's pleasant. I don't know. Uh, it's I, I I understand why this show has the fandom that it does. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a show where it's like it didn't do anything to hurt me. Uh, it didn't offend me. It didn't do anything where it's like liking this show is a bad thing. Um, I don't know whether this is because of the episode. And by the way, the we weren't told to judge it as a like our, our criteria of judging it based on how well of a parody or a homage it is we weren't told to do that we just sort of naturally are doing that yeah um and so i think part of that is what the show invites um but it is true that it's probably not fair it's um but yeah the the show is not hurting anybody <laughs> for sure um i i don't know whether it's because of the episodes i watched but I never felt like I understood um, the main point of the show. And what I mean is that his investigation, his psych business, I never felt like that was front and center. Um, like even in this episode, he they every now and then they do in the episodes where he sees a clue, right? And this one he sees like a, a boa, like a petal or a, a feather. feather. Um, and it happens just once. And there's never this aha Sherlock moment where he puts it all together. It's never really that, like, it, it, it never seems to happen in any of these, really. Mm. Um, and they're always kind of subverting that. Yeah, these are all breaking and, format, too. Exactly. And he's never really pretending to be psychic. I never saw too much. Like, I thought there was a lot more in the show. And again, maybe there is. There is. Um, these are where he's he's spending a lot of time pretending to be psychic and someone is like oh you're a scam artist and there's like conflicts there and i i just never saw that aspect of the show Mm -hmm. so from these episodes i really never felt like i got a good idea of um no you wouldn't what the core of the show is yeah as for the comedy it never really got me um there was never any there was never an episode that from beginning to end there was a there was probably a handful of jokes that made me chuckle um it just never did it for me and yeah. so and again it's one of those things where it's like i it's it's like saying that isn't a judgment on it it's more like i never felt like i should be judging the show period um because it just clearly wasn't a show that worked for me and the fact that it works for other people a lot of people i know uh, people who are into comedy who have good taste um, means that it's like, yeah, no, I'm just not grooving with the show. Uh, sure. You know, it's just not it's 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 as simple as that. That's why it's like talking about the show has always been hard for me because it's like I simply don't find it that funny and, and there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and so, like, it's hard to figure out what to talk about when you're in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um. Like I don't really want to come down hard on it for that reason. No, that's understandable. Um, yeah. So it's safe to say you are not going to watch Psych <laughs> after this. 
Maybe someday I'll watch an episode that isn't a parody episode, mm-hmm. but like nothing from what I've watched in these four episodes have made me want to watch more psych. Like nothing as as a if this and this isn't the point of the podcast, but as a like here's some samples of psych. Do you want to watch it? My answer would be no. <laughs> I'm not it's not it's not doing it for me. It's just not That's doing fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um but it's it's charismatic. Um, yes. But we all kind of know where I'm at. Like, we all kind of know what I'm talking about, which is that, like, if a show that's pure, like, we're mostly going to be doing comedy and not much story, mm-hmm. if the comedy doesn't work, then it's like, well... Yeah. What are you going to do? Know, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not <laughs> working. I'm, I don't... I don't there's not fair. enough story for me to care. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I will... I will I will probably continue. As I said, I, I watched a good chunk of the first season before we started re- making this show, just so I had, just so I right. kind of had a, a context for the premise. Uh, sure, which you did not have going. No, in. and that I, I did. I purposefully didn't yeah. because you said you did, and yeah. I was like, well, yeah. you know, um, uh, where I'm the control group. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I will probably continue watching it. Um, good. I like these two goofballs. <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, uh, like uh, most people I know really like this yeah. um, show. And there's Dave. There's movies too. There's movies on Peacock. My God. There's two psych movies, and there's a third one coming. Wow. Yeah. I have. All right. This is a. This isn't about psych. Whenever they're like, we're making a movie version of this show. Um, like the when they did it with um Deadwood. It was like this is like two episodes. Yeah, it's like a it's like, like a special. It's like a special. Yeah, just yeah, to like yeah. It's, do story maintenance or just check in on these characters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just always funny to me because they're like, we're doing movies, and it's like that just means you can't afford to do a whole season. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's a shame. Well, um, I mean, it's something better. It's than better nothing. than nothing. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Yeah. Again, so it was the Deadwood. It was like I'm glad this glad is here. We got this. Yeah, I'm not. It's not a hit against the actual content. It's just like oh, that's a shame. Like when didn't South Park just get approved for like ten movies? Uh, something like eleven or twelve. Uh, I don't think it's specifically <laughs> South Park movies. It's just movies that Trey Parker and oh! Matt Stone are going to make for HBO Max, in addition to like five more seasons of South Park. Okay, that makes a bit more sense because I was like, why not just like tack on another season? <laughs> but if they're not exclusive South Park movies, no, they're not specific. Uh, okay. Like I think. Matt Stone rattled off a few ideas that they already had. Like, I know they'd been trying to make a kaiju movie forever with the idea of sort of being like Team America, where it's you like you can see the the zippers on the suits and shit. Right, like that. right, right, right. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, but yeah, so that's I think that wraps up our psych podcast. We did it. Our psych mini series. Um, uh, you've got you got one bona fide psych fan out of it. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, that's better than nothing. Yeah, these, um, these goofy fuckers. I will continue yeah. to watch their adventures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big thanks to Noah yeah, for making this happen. You, I hope you enjoyed this, um, and I hope people in general enjoyed this, um, but mostly Noah. Yeah, I care less about the rest of you. Yeah, I mean you're all you're all cool. You're all great, but like, yeah, I don't dislike you guys. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's fucking, uh, you know, be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should tell people about our Patreon. You probably right? should do that. Yeah. Listen, you can tell them to be all... good, but I wish you would tell them about the Patreon. 
Listen, this was all done through our Patreon, and if you're interested, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. For $5 a month, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman mm. and Fox Muller is a Maniac. Mm. Uh, also, Star Trek The Next Futurama. Mm. Also, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. Good God. Um, that's another tier. There's all sorts of tiers. So many you options. You can check them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's we're, you know, it's really, it's, it's cool. It's, it's honestly, it's the coolest thing on the internet. And you yes. should check it out. Uh, yes, every every other thing on the internet is just like wow. We we they're all looking at us like we we need to get over there and get some of what they got going on because that's just the best. Yeah. That's just the best thing on the internet. I think we can all agree. Um, yeah. We also have a store. Uh, if you head over to gamefullyunemployed.com, you will find the complicated link to our Teespring website, which is where our store is now. Uh, you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, posters, all kinds of things. We got fun designs. Uh, if you're a fan of our shows, like like Mulder and and Batman, we got we got wacky ass Mulder shirts and and Batman we shirts. Do. Check that shit out. Um, yeah, and uh, leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. It helps. It does help. At least it helps us. We get to read them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And like and like uh, you know. No. Oh, yeah. No. Dave calls me late at night, and we just read reviews we read to them each together. other yeah we just read them yeah, together. yeah, yeah. Yep. it's really fucking weird we, but we do it we put, for you we put on the yule log thing you know the yule log where it's just like 13 hours of a, of a log on oh, a yeah. fire uh, we just put that on and uh, we, we read each other up. reviews yeah we sync our logs yeah with the the, cra- the, the the spitting and crackling of the fire has to be in sync exactly it takes a while uh all right but <laughs> all right all right fine fine no, that's all the right. end of the psych podcast <laughs>